everybody, and welcome to The Daily Evolver. I'm Jeff Salzman, and today I am delighted to be joined by my dear friend, Patricia Albert. Hello, Patricia. Hi, Jeff. How are things in the beautiful Bay Area today? Pretty spectacular. <laughs> looking, I'm looking out over the Bay. I live in Sausalito, and I have all glass windows yeah. on two sides of my house, so I'm looking out over a kind of exquisiteness, yeah. the heaven realm. Nice, yeah. Same here. It's a beautiful sunny yeah. day in Boulder. Yeah, we definitely live in heaven realm. We do. So let me tell our listeners a little bit about you, Patricia. Patricia has been tilling the fields of higher consciousness since her early days working directly with Werner Erhard in San Francisco in the formative years of S training. And for the past several years, Patricia has been at the helm of an extraordinary spiritual community, I think. It's, it's called the Evolutionary Collective. Many of you, I'm sure, have heard of it, where Patricia leads long-term committed groups of practitioners into what I can consider from an integral perspective to be truly emergent spiritual territory. And it's the territory of, of enlightenment that can only be found with other people, and which she calls mutual awakening. So with that short introduction, Patricia, let me just start by asking you what moved you to begin this work? Was there a vision of some sort you were connected to that you wanted to bring forth? Uh, it was a culmination of things, and it was definitely one of those choiceless arisings. You know, it wasn't, it chose me. It wasn't something that I was like thinking, well, what's, what's my next, you know, what's the next thing that I'm going to do? Right. Um, having, and you know, you know, having been a teacher for many, many years, you know, working with lots and lots of groups, um, that was always there, you know, the sort of collective, you know, the power of working with groups of people. Um, you know, I'd worked with individuals, but have had, you know, lots of time working with groups, and I can see the power of that. And right. a number of years ago, I had an experience that I didn't understand at the time um, with a lover, you know, with a, a very meditative, uh, beautiful man named Peter, that some people know that story. But what happened there, I, I, it, it took me years to understand that, you know, for four years we entered into a very intensive awakening that was shared. Mm -hmm. So rather than an individual, you know, meditating and or being with a teacher and having a, an ignition uh, that took them into some kind of non-dual awakening, we, two unenlightened people <laughs> who were, uh, you know, very passionate and very open and very intensely surrendered, uh, mm -hmm. basically we're surrendered kind of people. Anyway, um, we turn towards each other and towards um, the greater, you know, to, to spirit in some which way that we didn't even totally understand. Mm. And we're taken into a dual awakening, into a mutual awakening where we were inside of a kind of shared intersubjective awakening together. And we were being purified and processed by whatever this thing was. Wow. Um, yeah. So, and it's interesting, I just recently heard Almas, A.H. Almas, who I studied with for like eight and a half years, speak of something that the Sufis call the red sulfur. And um, the red sulfur is a kind of intense awakening, hmm. you know, that, that happens that you can't stop. It's kind of like an orgasm that just keeps going and you yeah. can't make it stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, 
you know, individually, it's, it's quite a blessing. You know, it's very intense. It's a blessing that, that when you're in the midst of it may not always feel like a blessing. But somehow when I, I heard his description of it, um, it was clearly what we experienced together. We were in hmm. a sort of red sulfur, intense, couldn't stop it. Um, you know, 24 hours was just wild, right. you know, like what we would go through. So that happened and then he died. Um, he was hit. Uh, he had a car accident and and eventually died. And um, so I was in the you know that whole nightmare of losing you know the man that you're madly in love with anyway, and then having to understand how to be mm-hmm. without you know it's like being enlightened, but then but it was with him inside that consciousness with him, and then he was gone. And you know I just didn't know you know how to deal with that. Right. And so it took me you know 20 years of a lot of processing and continuing to teach and work. And I never quite understood what, why I was given it and then why it was taken away. And as you know, cause you, you and I are friends. I lived in Boulder and about nine years ago, I remember walking with you um, in Boulder and telling you what I was starting to, to experience, which was that it felt like it was time on the planet to, to bring people together into some kind of awakening that Peter and I had had. Mm-hmm. That it really wasn't just about us and it wasn't about lovers and it wasn't about Tantra. It was about like the multiple beloveds. It was something about the power. Like if we had gone into that and we were two unenlightened, you know, willing people, right? what was possible if you could bring people together um, you know, a large number of people or, or a hundred people who were willing to be purified, who were willing to, to be in that, whatever that fire is, the, the version of that that's appropriate so that we could then become this larger being. Just like Peter and I had what, what um, almost calls unibeing, you know, there mm-hmm. was a shared beingness that was hard to explain, but very uh, undeniable if you were in it. What, 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 what would it be if there was a, you know, a multidimensional unibeing yeah. that was in this purification process. And that's why I started it. You know, that, the, the, oh my God, we have to find out if that's possible. Um, that's what's driven this yeah. for the last nine years. Yeah. yeah. And it was nine years ago. It was. <laughs> and you, 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 you sort of did the out of town sort of tryouts in, in uh, Boulder Integral. I here did. in Boulder, and I was your Sitting sidekick. Next to you, yeah, with your dog. Yes, with exactly. Your cute pug. And our I wonderful know. group that we I did, I don't know, five or six weekends with, and it really was beautiful and transformational. There were moments of stabilized transpersonal space that is just mm-hmm. amazing, you know, yeah. really just intrinsically so fulfilling and so sort of releasing of one's creativity and you know, true personality in the best sense of the word. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Plus, I said it's fun. I mean, ultimately, if even if, I mean, I, I'm clear that we're creating new grooves, you know, in, in consciousness. And, but even if we weren't, you know, the truth is it's so, like you said, the, the beauty of it and the, the, the privilege to be with other human beings who are being that mature yeah. and that committed and that pure is just... Yeah, sometimes I just want to scream with delight because the, the goodness that human beings can actually embody is so divine. It's Isn't it so amazing? Gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like Walt Whitman said, I did not know 
how much goodness I held. Oh. <laughs> you know, all I seems beautiful to me. Yeah. No, it's really, it's really good. And so just to give people a sense of how it actually works, you have groups, you have a hub mm -hmm. in New York City, you have a hub in the Bay Area, you have an online presence too, but for right. the live... And it, there's it, a hub, and there's a hub, which is exciting. Um, people have reached out uh, in a serious way from the Midwest, and so there will be a hub in the Midwest uh, starting 2017. Cool. So yeah. give people just a sense of how it works and what it looks like. Yeah, uh, what it is is, so part of the inspiration too was I have lived in alternate, you know, communities. I lived in Rajneeshpuram for a while and, you know, I've been in separated from the world situations, which I kind of loved actually. Yes. Um, but part of the, what came through was that this wasn't, this was not that, you know, this was needed to be for those of us who were, you know, relatively developed, you know, imperfectly so, but relatively developed, who had, you know, lives in the world, you know, families, yeah. big lives, you know, like whatever we were doing, do you know what I mean? Like we're in the middle of the world. And how did you, how could I create something that was intense enough, but also didn't displace people that had a big life? Right. Um, because it had to be designed correctly. And, so what the way it works is um, people commit to a year at a time, and there are people that have been in it since, you know, since nine years ago, actually, hmm. um, because it isn't a course. It's not a, you know, a bunch of things that you learn and then you kind of go on. It's, and it's not even a community, actually. It's like you, it's the opportunity to be inside of, it's like a relationship. You know, it's like if you're inside of a profound spiritually mystical relationship hmm. that, you know, you're in it, you're with them all the time. Really? I mean, you're never not with them. You know, they never not affect you. Really? You know, your life is changed by being in a relationship, right? You know, that, that can be of that kind of ilk. And with this, there's a 24-7 entering into a field and a connectivity and a becoming like one you're inside of this larger relatedness, you know, this inside this larger being. Uh, there's no, I don't have really, you know, I, I try, but there aren't like really good words because it always sounds so weird. Right. But experientially, it's very clear that we're not alone. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like the difference between being a single-celled creature and a multi-celled creature. And this is the result of a group of how many people? We talking about? We have a hundred. Okay, so a hundred meeting. Um, so every... we meet. Yeah, we meet um, three times a year in person. So people fly in even from Japan. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Um, wow. Three times a year, uh, you can either be in the California group or the New York group, and later, you know, like in the Midwest. But you you show up three times a year for three days, and we have an intensive where we get to be with each other, you know, in the field, face to face, and that's like glorious. And then in between, since it really is a 24-7, you practice with a partner uh, and you get different partners, you know, throughout the year. Um, you do a mutual awakening practice once, once a week, which takes a half hour, which mm -hmm. is not, you know, too much. Right. And some people have partners every day. I mean, they actually, it's like meditating. They practice every day with right. different people. Um, and then uh, twice a month, there's an online uh, coming together uh, for 90 minutes and that is not a listen to it later. You know, it's you get on and we participate and we practice together and there's new content and 
you know, we were just exploring last night uh, chemistry and, and what is an alchemical relationship and what's the difference between different kinds of chemistry. And, you know, just kind of exploring like that in mm-hmm. relationship to the, the way in which, you know, we're connected with each other. So, so people learn things, but we're more exploring together and deepening. And so we do that twice a month. And then they have a small group where they get together online uh, twice a month for an hour. And that's it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, somehow that seems to be enough to build the intensity of the connectivity. Yeah. And, and that's really what you're really strong. Yeah. That's what you're going for is the intensity of the, of the connectivity, the field, yeah. the build, building the field itself, right. which then becomes a permanent acquisition in, in whether you're with them or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the thing that's, Somebody, the woman who works with us on Maestro, you know, she does a lot of courses on the shift and she's, yeah, I'm sure she's going to do this next year. She probably won't be able to help herself, but <laughs> she just said, she's so cute. She said, she said, I don't even know how to explain it. She said, I don't know what you're doing, but it's because she listens in, you know, to the people sharing and, you know, the whole thing. She said, it's magic. Like there's something happening that I can't put my finger on, but it's just like crazy what's going on and how these people are responding. Yeah. Well, and, and what's happening in their lives. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you say that this field that you're creating is, I mean, if we look at people's lives, there are moments in our lives, there are relationships, just like you and Peter. There are yeah. relationships that, you know, I pray we all have, where yeah. we have that kind of intimacy where there is a new world created. Right. That is a world of the two of us and not either of the single of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what you're doing is creating a technology, essentially, I hate to use that word in a sense, but, yeah. you know, a practice where people who are unrelated and uh, from all different backgrounds tied by the desire to explore this territory get together and through various practices pretty reliably create that kind of, you know, intimacy, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the intimacy. It's even more than a field at this point, Jeff. It's kind of interesting. It's, there really is, it's like a being. Hmm. That's what's weird. It's not just a field of energy or a field of something. There's like something, you know, like into like single cells. And then all of a sudden, if you get enough cells together, you have a human being. It has a consciousness of its own that's distinct from the cells. Wow. And there's something about this that's like that. Do you know what I mean? There's something that we're inside of, but we're contributing to, but something you can feel it w- awake. You can feel, <laughs> You're scaring me. No, it's weird. I know. I mean, I'm, you know, it's I like don't my, mind being. My Enneagram good. 5 one is to run away, run away. I know, run away now. Um, <laughs> is, it's kind of crazy, but, it's, but, but, but doesn't that make sense? I mean, Absolutely. if you think about it from a meta view, yeah. I mean, if I was in charge of the universe, you know, if I was, I was in charge of, okay, what do we need next on planet Earth? Well, yeah. I mean, what we need next on planet Earth are patterns and ways to come together where, where we can become organisms, yeah. maybe fluid in that organism, you know, like the ultimate expression would be, you know, you become 
you know, you become a member of the, of Boulder, you know, you're part of that community. There's something that's healthy. That's there that you feel like you're a part of and that you're in flow with and that your ego is not, um, all these separate little boundaries and membranes are constantly displacing our ability to, to flow together. Yeah. Well, and you're conscious of it. I mean, it's kind of yeah. true anyway. We're, we are related. We're bugging each other. We're, you know, fighting right. with each other. We can't get out of each other's hair if we try, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this brings us a consciousness of what's possible. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and I do agree. It's, it, I like the, the uh, analogy you used a minute ago about cells moving into, well, first they move into molecules. Mm-hmm. But a molecule is a whole different ballgame. You know, it's right. a bunch of cells. I'm, I'm sorry. Atoms to molecules to cells. So, Atoms move into molecules. Molecules turn into cells, cells I yeah. think. And each, yes, exactly. And <laughs> each one is a whole new ballgame. Mm-hmm. And with, you know, different kind of organization and yeah. patterns that it recognizes. And, you know, part of integral consciousness is just pattern recognition. Mm-hmm. We just see more patterns. We see patterns in time. We see patterns in history. And actually, you know, what's interesting from an inter- integral perspective, or one of the things, with what you're doing is, you know, I guess we can say that if we go back in time to tribal cultures, they had a lot of interconnectivity and mm-hmm. mutuality. And, you know, in early tribes, there really wasn't even an ego formed yet. I mean, they were really, right. you know, like a child right. with his mother, you know, sort of a connectedness in that way. And so we can see this is a classic pre-trans move in integral theory. So we, we have that, but all of that is pre-rational, just as mm-hmm. it is with a child. Right. But what you're doing is taking people who are rational and post-rational and saying that we can bring this online. We don't want to be going back to an infantile state here, but we want to have that connectivity that we have at that state, at this higher stage of development, which is, you know, postmodern. And And with new possibilities. I mean, I was just um, talking with a woman who's very, uh, you know, knows Suzanne Cook-Reuters you know, system really well mm-hmm. of, of higher human development. And, you know, clearly, you know, we need people at all levels of development to stabilize the world and, right. you know, make it work. Um, but what it does seem to be is that the, the way that we're working, uh, the particular piece, you know, that I feel like that we're doing is to gather people that are at the higher stages of this individuation you know, I think the pain point, you know, of why people come to do the work with me is, you know, they're kind of like been there, done that. You know, there's a certain amount of individuation where you know that even if you've got a great life and you've got certain levels of access to consciousness, you're kind of like, okay, so now what yeah. do I do with myself, you right. know? And, and even a certain amount of, of knowledge and wisdom and, you know, the different systems and the rest of it, you know, when you move past, you know, in, the, in Suzanne Cook's Reuters, you know, past strategist and, you know, into the more magician and unitive states, yeah. you, you even desire to go beyond those things and have more of a sense of immediacy and flow and, you know, the dissolving of a sense of identity and all that you know and all that you've done and, you know, how heartful you are and all of that stuff starts to become not interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it's natural then to come together 
and the kenosis, you know, the dissolving of oneself into this more, what I call the origination point. It's kind of like this really incredibly unique, distinct emergence point mm-hmm. of existence that hmm. you are, that I am. And then, you know, how you do things and whatever comes out of that, you know, mm-hmm. at that origination point, that gets really strong and Hmm. emphasized and you feel like you're living from that. And if you center in that, you don't have to be grounded in an identity or an ego. And then the kind of orchestration that can happen between us, you know, if I'm not identifying with everything and being defensive and, you know, needing to be this way or that way, then something can be orchestrated without all this interference. Yeah. Wow. And then this this being that I feel like we are becoming and in purifying, you know, everybody's pretty interested in okay, well, what about this? And you know, how can we how can we continue to dissolve, you know, the sort of automatic natural separateness of any human ego. You know, it's not personal, like every, you know, it's just the way we're built. As that's dissolving, it's like we're creating a a higher consciousness collective being. Hmm. You know, I call it like a, like a, 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 a large scale saint, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and I think, I don't know. I mean, it will be interesting to see like how these collective unitive patterns can happen on with different levels of consciousness, because certain levels of consciousness, because of the individuation, you're kind of very separate. You're in a very yeah. separate part of your development. <clears throat> so I'm right. not sure if it will work. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily expect it to. kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. that, you know, we develop new capacities as we grow. And, yeah. you know, the, the capacity of like the modern uh, stage of development is actually about being alienated. You know, that's part right, of the project right, yeah. of, that, right. of that stage. That's, that's where it's happening. Yeah, exactly. But we get and really individuated at that stage. So we really, you know, we know we are separate and we are, you know, have agency and we can excel and we can do all those things. And as you say, at some point, it's like, you know, good old Peggy Lee. Is that all there is? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so we want to go to the next stage uh, yeah. and, and the next stage and the next stage. And, you know, I, I, you know, I have a sort of a little bit of a theoretical glitch with the being thing, but I'm going with it as, you know, Ken would say a social hole on it kind of acts like a hole on, but it, it does have qualities of intelligence mm-hmm. and even love, I guess, that yeah. are and beyond the individual I and, think in personality. Hmm. I, yeah, there's, I think that It'll be interesting to see, but like, I know that the people, like the, the evolutionary collective, like the, you know, whatever the one we are, it has a certain flavor, you know, it has a certain, what it wants, what it doesn't want, you know, how it seems, how we seem to move, mm-hmm. you know, within it, um, that I find really curious and interesting. So how it'd does be interesting it look? I mean, how does I it show up? something different, you know, if it would have like a different, I don't know, a different logos or a different sense. Yeah, probably so. So, and, and how does it like function? Decisions being made. How do people interact? What do they do for each other? Um, yeah, at this point, um, I, I know. Also, just as, as a moment, uh, uh, just yeah. as a detail, that you corrected my introduction in a sense that you're not a community. You're yeah, uh, no. And I, I so I'm really interested in that distinction in what you guys are doing for each other versus a community and all of that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I hope, I mean, I think to be a community where the way, the way I think of a community, which, you know, I haven't, I haven't thought it through 
you know, like a lot. Mm -hmm. But my sense of community is it's like you're living together and you're doing things and you're right. making things happen and you're, you're engaged in certain ways of participating. And we have some of that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some of that. There's going to be some projects that we're going to work on. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about some, some different things that we're, that we're going to do. But I've sort of intentionally kept it out of the project phase. Um, right. intentionally, you know, having been with Werner, I mean, it was all about action in the world and making a difference. So, you know, I'm not, I don't come from a community of like meditating. Mm -hmm. You know, I come from, you know, that consciousness needs to, 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 to enact, uh, in, in life and in the world and, and with some kind of impact. So what I've, where, where it is still, you know, this is still like in a nascent, uh, condition is we're developing the, the consciousness, you know, the consciousness, the awakeness, the fluidity, the, the dissolving of different kinds of ego structures. One of the biggest things that you can see, you know, if you actually come and you're like in one of the three-day weekends is there's almost no self-consciousness in people. Hmm. It's amazing. Wow. You know, it's, it's the most natural thing in the world, but if you notice... Like most situations, they're still like, it's infused with self-consciousness. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, Look, that's looking good, feeling good. You yeah, know. just all these little, you know, it's like yep. little static. A whole and big program it's running. It's not there. And so there's, there's ways that the consciousness is, is fl flowing. Um, you know, one of the things we've just worked on a lot has to do with symmetry and asymmetry. And, you know, like if you... I mean, you and I have always been really good this way, I think, you know, because we've known each other a long time. Like, wherever you're strong, you know, let's say you have a stronger connection or, or knowledge or breadth of something. I love leaning into that, you know, like with <laughs> politics. Like, I'm sort of an idiot when it comes to, you know, knowing everything that's going on in politics and having any rich, you know, place to come from that, that would be useful. Um, and you're so incredible there that I adore, like, leaning into that. Yeah. Uh, you know, my ego doesn't have anything to say about that. Wow. And in my experience with you, you've always, like, any place where I could contribute to, you've just, like, humbly leaned in. And so there's a flow that goes back and forth between us that's un unhindered. Yes. And so, and that's more rare, to be <clears throat> honest. Like, you know, most people have little glitches around that flow. Yeah where it's not even. And so we're working on that in the EC. Oh, I love that. And it's, yeah, it's really beginning to happen because otherwise, how can the universe use us? Yes. If no. we are just like, yeah, whatever. Okay, fine. You know, it's kind of like, you don't care. Yeah. I mean, you don't care. You could be follower, leader. I totally. mean, you could care less. I could what care position less. position of the game. Yep. You, really. Yeah. But you're a powerful guy. You've already been there and done it. You know, so it's like, I love that. I've always loved that about you because it's so effortless <laughs> yeah. to be with you in that way. Yeah. And with other people, you have to dance around their, you know, their feelings and what they think, who right. they think they are. And it's like a whole. I've always thought that as you get into mature integral consciousness, like into turquoise, where you really realize that you are, <clears throat> so I am Jeff, a unique creation of this cosmos, however you want to explain it. But in all of time and space, there's never been another me. Mm -hmm. And therefore, there's never been another you. There's never been another her. There's never been another him. And so every person just becomes a gift, mm -hmm. you know, a package to unwrap. 
and to yeah. to hold precious. And and also, I just take this sort of as a practice, as a faith practice, that everybody I meet has something to teach me. And to make that my sort of orienting principle in dealing with them is, oh my God, you know, that alone. I mean, there's some of these sort of skills that we can take out of these rarefied practices and just sort of walk around with all day. I mean, maybe, that, maybe yeah. that's what you're talking about when you say that it never leaves you. Well, and also you're, you're very developed. I mean, you've, you've really, you developed your individuality and your ability to be successful and all those things. So you're not questioning that. Yeah. And when people still have that in question, then they tend to separate themselves by being yeah. competitive. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... It may be true that we're all unique, but they're still competing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, and they still want to look good, and they yeah. still want to make their contribution, yeah. and yeah. all of that stuff. And I still so, want all those things, too. But, yeah, you know, but not much. Well, you know? yeah. I'm, I'm, we're, we're working on <laughs> I mean, it. it's nice, but it's not worth, like, fighting for. Yeah, it's not. Um, that's, yeah. Yeah. So those are, the, those are the kinds of things that, in a higher state of development, and then this the possibility of, of what we're doing, it's like you're, you're purifying those things. So rather than working on yourself in the ways that we have, right, mm-hmm. this is a kind of collective, um, like what are the patterns, you know, where yeah. does the nervous system get glued up, you know, how, like this alchemical thing that I just started exploring with them, like I was looking at, uh, you know, the, this alchemy of what happened between Peter and I, this red sulfur thing, and you know, what's the difference? Like, how do you make it safe and possible for there to be an alchemical quality mm. to the relatedness? Which means you are forever changed. You come together and you are like being worked on by right. something within each other and something greater that you are wholly being, you know, like base metal into gold. Yeah. And how do you allow that collectively and what gets in the way of that? So, you know, that's what's keeping me busy. Yeah. At some moment, because it's like, how incredible, you know, if we, even just talking about it, people get excited. It's like, oh yeah, you mean relationships don't have to just be this sort of, you know, we're so separate yeah. in our relationships. Well, even we're still we recovering, we're recovering from individuation in a way. I mean, recovering, you know, yeah. in a sense, you know, we, yeah. we, if you look at the spiritual path of most of the people who are listening to this talk, and you and me too, uh, I, yeah. I think, you know, we had our religion. I'll speak for myself. I had my religion. I was a religious little kid. I lost my religion as I went to school and learned to be rational. So rationality trumped religion for me. And <laughs> and, and so, you know, I was sort of, the upside is I'm sort of smarter and I have, I'm wiser about the world and I have a bigger world in mind and I'm able to respond to facts and feedback. The bad news is that I'm left a little bereft, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we go into a lot of us, to, to the degree that we move into spiritual practice at all, it tends to be meditation, uh, individual things. You know, you could say yoga, but everybody's still on their own mat and everybody, they might be doing it together, but it's not really a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so it's right on schedule in a way that what's next is going to be some sort of um, we, what we call an integral, we space practice, where mm-hmm. we are actually working on development and particularly spiritual development, well, also all kinds of development, but spiritual development too, together. 
Yeah. Just as they did in the tribes, just as, as they did in the monasteries, just as, you know, it was routine in pre-modern world, which is most of human history. But to bring that back online in a new way that's post-rational is, you know, sort of the work of, of what we're doing. And, yeah. and I noticed that you make a distinction between we space practices and mutual awakening. And maybe you could talk about that a bit. Yeah, um, there's a couple of different distinctions. First of all, I think, you know, the skills, the interest, and the ability to develop uh, sensitivity to one another and to non-local ways of relating and, you know, just being not in our own bubble of self-concern yeah. um, is definitely the way to go. You know, I mean, that, that's the right direction to be, to be headed in, even if it's, you know, I want to have a better relationship with, you know, the person that I'm with and I want to learn how to have better skills here, right? Um, that can be done at any level of development. You know, I mean, that could be done in blue, that could be done, you know, that could be done in, in the various um, cultural levels. Right. It could be done in religion. It could be done anywhere. And so that's useful, um, but it's distinctly, you know, the different kinds of practices usually have a flavor of the, the cultural level that they're being done in. Mm-hmm. And, and often a lot of it is more personal process oriented. Yeah. Still, it's still very personal. And um, yeah. So, no, that's true. And so it's, yes. And it's good. It's all like, you know, yes, yes, yes. You know, keep fanning the fire. Yeah. Um, but I think because this is a new domain, people's distinctions, you know, people's sensitivity to what's even going on or how to do it or why to do it, um, I think is, is, is missing for the most part. Yeah. You know, I don't think we have a lot of distinctions. So the mutual awakening practice in particular um, can also be used, you know, I think at different levels. Um, but it's, if people do it from the place that I'm teaching it, it's really um, having people get m- coming from that origination point rather than some personal level of connecting. Yeah. So I'm not having them connect from that sort of, you know, the strategist, which is like this deep feeling heart place and I'm feeling you. And, you know, there's a certain place, you know, there are different places you can relate to, to the other from. And you're having them relate from the origination point. Yeah. Wow. That's really and something. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I want to pause for a moment. That's an interesting <laughs> distinction. So you're having yeah. people relate at that sort of first sort of energy of being who they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's transpersonal. And at the same time, what I'm asking them to do is rather than kind of going in and down, you know, I'm assuming that people know how to go into themselves, how to sense themselves, how to have a subjective world, how to somatically, you know, be in touch with themselves. So a lot of that development needs to happen. I mean, you can't take people from what are you experiencing, you know, and they they look at you like with a blank face, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's not going to go well. <laughs> um but so many of us, you know, there are at least millions of us on the planet who, who know how to sense themselves. You know, they have a subjective world that, um, you know, that they've, they've taken time to, to develop. I don't ask them to go there. I ask them to lean into from the emergence of the, um, you know, the origination point into like leaning into the sort of liminal space of the moment, like what is just emerging in, mm-hmm. in your consciousness. And it could happen. It could not even be your experience that you know of. It could hmm. be anything. So the whole thing takes you into a different 
domain of mutual experience together, mutual exploration. And it seems to open up the space for really like a different kind of consciousness has been showing up that feels like it's not non-dual. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's made of some, its nature is different. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really fascinated with that. Yeah. Well, what a wonderful project for you. Uh, you know, Patricia <laughs> Albert. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I mean, you think of just this idea of mastery and the people who have, um, you know, just done the work. You know, there's a certain inspiration and talent that's at, at play, but also, you know, you just have to be doing the work for a long time to develop mastery. And you have developed mastery. You're amazing. I, I encourage people here to check out Patricia as a teacher. Uh, but, you know, you, you started when you're, what, a teenager? With Warner Earhart? Yeah. I know. And, and then, we're old. I'm old now. <laughs> yeah. Well, me too. But, you know, Werner's, know. <laughs> Werner's still kicking too. But, you know, to be in, in that kind of a crucible of early Est, you know, you can't yeah. get that kind of a transmission just because you want to. You know, that's, that's, there's something karmic about that. And then you're with Rajneesh, you <laughs> know, in his community. Yeah. And, of course, you have you and Peter, and, 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 and then, of course, Diamond Heart. And yeah. you are, you know, you know your way around this territory, and it's so wonderful to see you really pioneering new territory. And, um, you. you know, I just want to acknowledge that and, uh, and feel the gratitude uh, for that. Thank you. Yeah. It's a pleasure. I mean, I, I feel unbelievably graced at this point because it's, I never thought anything would be better than what it was with Peter. Hmm. Wow. You know, how do you top that? And the fact that um, it had a bigger meaning, you know, that it's really about the multiple beloveds, you know, that it's about something that is part of this time. Mm-hmm. And now I know, like, you know, when I was 18, I had no clue. I had walked into the beginning of something. Um, but I know what it smells like now, you yeah. know, and this is the beginning of something. Yeah. You know, and, and integrals pointed to it. I mean, we're, we're, we know that this unit of consciousness and, you know, there's something that's, that's so wanting to happen. And the thing that, that I love about this is it doesn't play hard to get. <laughs> really? You know, it isn't like yeah. you have to spend 20 years meditating, climbing right. a mountain and I don't know, give up your whole life. It's, it's, it's like the moment you turn in the right way. I mean, that makes a difference, but it's just like jumps in your lap like a dog. Yeah. Isn't it's it? like, oh, good. Yes. Okay. You know, people yeah. are, you know, we, it wants to happen. Yeah. It does. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grapes want to turn into wine, said Rumi. It does. It's dying too. <laughs> yeah. And also, I just want to acknowledge you because I... It was I'm grateful that I met you, you know, I think it was even 10 years ago. Yeah, I met you before so. all this happened. And, and that was, that was like serendipitous. I remember having a dream about you the night I met you. Like I just felt this connection. Oh Lord. Yeah. Cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I saw you teaching at Naropa or something and uh-huh. I just like had this dream and I just felt this strong connection with uh. you. Um, and you really were, you know, when, it, when, when people start anything, you know, you, there's always a like, am I crazy? And, you know, it feels audacious and you think, who are, who are we kidding mm-hmm. here? And um, you were so intelligently, you know, quiet and calm and supportive mm-hmm. and 
it really made a difference and that you and that you did create a home for it in the yeah. beginning, you know, that we got to be at Boulder Integral and you always had that, you know, you'd always just look at me and I'd feel your support. Yeah. Well, and to see and, it uh, blossom into what it's become is really, you know, gratifying. So, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Blessings Amen. on God. It's like my friend Jennifer's bumper sticker. God bless everybody. No exceptions. Oh, good. <laughs> God bless us all. All right, Patricia, is there anything that has been left unsaid here? Is there anything we need to make sure is out in the field? If not, people want this time. Yeah. Actually, if people want to find out more, you know, yeah. they want to read something or, you know, there's tons of free content on the site, but they can download a free uh, ebook that's about the, this paradigm and the story with Peter and Mutual Awakening. And it's a uh, they just go to mutual-awakening.com and they can download that for themselves and it opens up possibilities of, you know, free content of all kinds. Cool. And then your <laughs> other the Evolutionary Collective website is evolutionarycollective.com, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And also, I just, here's what I want to say is the people that this resonates with, like it's, it's calling to those of us who, who are ready. Yeah. You know, it does need us. You know, the consciousness can't really happen without us coming together. So if that's you, definitely come and find find me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I second that. Yeah. Yes. Well, we all uh, were happy to spend some time yeah. with you today. And thank you to my dear listeners for listening. And thank you to my dear, dear friend, Patricia Albert, for being with us today. 